Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Four shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. 
What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband. Wife. What the fuck are you up to? I told you. <laughs> I'm trying to make it funny before we get onto the podcast. That's why I do a funny countdown. It's just that you were like sing-songing and I was like, what? I was taken aback. And, and you were laughing, weren't you? Yeah, but then I said, you're so dumb. And then you said, nope. And you cut it you off. Because you didn't start it right. You're supposed to say husband. <laughs> okay, so I go, husband, you're so dumb. Is that better? I mean, no. Because you're going to say husband. <laughs> That's husband. It. That's it. Husband. Wife. You're so dumb. See, that would be better. Okay. So, um, do you remember what happened last time? Uh, seems like we were learning rules for things. Things and like the stuff. L- the long lobe of the liver. Yeah, that's right. Sacrifices. Yeah. And for different reasons, though. Like, yeah. Um. And sometimes like, you need a male and sometimes you need a female animal, but but whether it's male or female, it needs to be unblemished and like perfect. If you send, if you send unintentionally, yeah. if you dipped your toe in the wrong river, I don't really know, but there was yeah. a lot of shit. What if, what if you accidentally peed the bed? I wonder if that's a sin. Probably. Like, you can't help that. I mean, you can help that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when that happens to people. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That, that's sad. Yeah. But at least you would know you did it. Right. It wouldn't be something that you didn't know. Because we, we did question whether or not and what would happen if you send but didn't know you send and never found out you send. Right. Like right. that's that sounds like a serious issue there. Well, God knows your heart. And he also knows whether you send or not. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorance of the law is no excuse. All right. What are we covering today? Um, Levi Tickus chapters five and six. You, you got to speak into the mic when you do that stuff. Okay. Levi Tickus chapters five and six. Oh, okay. All I right. couldn't remember the numbers, so now, I had to look away. Now it doesn't sound so echoey probably to them. Well, I had to look at the paper. Okay. Because I couldn't remember where we were. Got it. All right. Well, um, so just a couple of housekeeping notes here real quick. Um, I, we have updated our podcast logo. Oh yeah, we did. You did such a good job. I think it looks pretty sharp. Yeah. Although as of right this moment, it has not yet updated on Google or on CastBox, I think. So at least, and probably some others out there, but like iTunes has already got it picked up and all the other major ones seem to have it good to go. It's a good logo. It's a good logo. So you guys will see that soon if you don't see it already. And Always be sure to visit us on sacrilegiousdiscourse.com and buy some product because we love that. And, oh, we have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, a Pinterest page, and a Twitter page, obviously, because we've already promoted that one. But those are all available at the bottom of our website to go and join us on. So go do that, too. Yeah, and then talk at us. Yeah, we love that. Yeah. All right. Let's get on with this podcast, huh? Okie dokie. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. <laughs> 
So we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it, es- it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to, to not cheap. Oh. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So what exactly is Patreon? It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And Just our podcast? Any podcast or any <laughs> performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there. So head on over and send us some love. Yeah. Okay, are you ready to start this levy tickus? I am ready. Chapter 5. Okay, if you are called to testify about something you have seen or that you know about, it is sinful to refuse to testify and you will be punished for your sin. So that means you better be a narc, right? So then what? what? He's saying that you better be a narc. Right, right. You better come rat your fellow neighbors out. Yeah. It says you have to testify. It doesn't say what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure elsewhere it didn't say don't be a liar face. Probably. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. So it kind of does in a roundabout way. I guess. But it's all in how you word it. You know, you can say things There's how you always want to. With the, as long, yeah, you got to make a loophole there. Hmm. Or suppose you unknowingly touch something that is ceremonially unclean, which could happen. Right. I mean, Such- I always touch things that are ceremonially unclean. Well, I mean, they have all these ceremonial I know, I know. bullshit things, yeah. such as the carcass of an unclean animal. I hate it when that happens. When you realize what you have done, see, there's the problem. I would on purpose How the fuck do you never realize. realize. Right. I would never realize. I would make a point of going through my life not realizing. Yeah. La la la. I don't know. <laughs> you must admit your defilement and your guilt. You son of a bitch, you touched that it's thing. pretty strong words, defilement. You are a dirty motherfucker. I cannot believe you. <laughs> you must go confess to the Lord that you touched that animal skin. Carcass. Carcass. Yeah. Yeah. That is Whatever. so harsh. That's so stupid. But rape, that's fine. Right. I mean, yeah. in certain instances anyway. Sometimes. Yeah. I Incest mean, totally. also. Definitely. I mean, you got to carry on that male air. Yeah, definitely. Gotta that is carry on. very fucking important. We must have all the mans. Yeah. Man wiener is very importante. But only part of it. You got to chop that a little bit off there at the end. Yeah. Yeah. This is true whether it is a wild animal, a domestic animal, or an animal that scurries along the ground. I'm glad they clarified that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. all the animals. Yeah. Yeah. All the all, animals. All of them. Or suppose you unknowingly touch something that makes a person unclean. When you realize what you have done, you must admit your guilt. When you touch something that makes a person unclean. So... What does that mean? If you touch something that's unclean, you suck. If you touch something that makes you unclean, you suck. But I don't know what that could be. I don't either. Yeah. Maybe they'll explain it to us. I'm sure they... I mean, they're usually pretty good about that. No, this time it just goes right on to the next. Oh. Don't do this. Let's just leave that one vague so you can die of, uh, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I decide to smote you over. Oh, well, you you made... You touched that rock and I decided it made you unclean. <laughs> or suppose you make a foolish vow of any kind. A foolish vow. Whether its purpose is for good or for bad. 
When you realize it's foolishness, you must admit your guilt. What indicates a foolish vow? Right? That's... Like, most of the time if you vow something, it's not foolish because you're making a promise. Like... Right. Like, such as, I promise with this rainbow never to flood you for 40 days and 40 nights. Or, I promise to be monogamous to you. Or, I promise, I vow to avenge your death or something. Well, it sounds know? to me like everybody sins on New Year's Eve night. Oh, yeah. With their, oh, their yeah. empty, they're you know, empty resolutions. New Year's resolutions. Eek. So they're making foolish promises and therefore they are unclean. Right. <laughs> when you become aware of your guilt in any of these ways, you must confess your sin. Then you must bring to the Lord as the penalty for your sin a female from the flock, either a sheep or a goat. This is a sin offering with which the priest will purify you from your sin, making you right with the Lord. Isn't that one of the ones you could bring a bird to also? I think so, but I don't remember. There were so many different offerings, and I don't know if yeah, bird fell under sin or if it was burnt. And it doesn't really matter. I'm not going to bring any animals to my... And I don't have a pastor or a priest, but <laughs> if I did, I wouldn't bring it to him. You have no flocks. Right. But if you cannot afford to bring a sheep. Oh, there it is. You may bring to the Lord two turtle doves or two young pigeons as the penalty for your sin. Two turtle doves. It's actually you, in the I Bible. I know. How funny. That is funny. That That's funny because I gave you shit for choosing turtle dove and I said that nobody would have turtle dove. Yeah, damn it. It turns out. And now they choose turtle doves. Or two young pigeons. Yeah. One of the birds will be for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. You must bring them to the priest who will present the first bird as the sin offering. He will wring its neck, but without severing its head from the body. That matters. It's important. Without severing the head from the body? He'll wring its neck. So you just like... Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Right. I, they can't see what you did. No, but, I know. But, but I... they know, the, they know the, the movement that goes with that noise. Right. Yeah. That's what he did. Yeah. Whatever you're imagining, that's what he did. Well, not whatever, but, you know, within reason. Oh, my God. <laughs> then he will sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering against the sides of the altar, and the rest of the blood will be drained out at the base of the altar. This is an offering for sin. The priest will then prepare the second bird as a burnt offering, following all the procedures that have been prescribed. Through this process, the priest will purify you from your sin, making you right with the Lord, and you will be forgiven. I love it. I'm getting Just forgiven. what I wanted for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> if you cannot afford to bring two dirtle doves or two young pigeons, you may bring two quarts of choice flour for your sin. Wow, offering. this has gone like they're... they're... They're and bargaining like, here. Rocks, rocks. Just like, bring some rocks. What do you, what do you got? What I do mean, you have? Toenails. I, do you have toenails? <laughs> I would always just bring flour. Unless yeah. it unless it progresses lower and then that's what I would bring. Right, right. <laughs> Since it is an offering for sin, you must not moisten it with olive oil or put any frankincense in it. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, why? I would give it yeah, just straight. Up, straight. Yep. straight up flour. Take the flour to the priest who will scoop out a handful as a representative portion. <laughs> yeah, you struggled with that word. <laughs> Shut up. Representative <laughs> portion. <laughs> you shouldn't make fun I of people. I shouldn't make fun of stuttering. You're right. That like, was bad. I, mean, I apologize. I, I don't actually think badly or of anything of stutterers. So, like, that was really bad. I didn't mean to stutter. I was just giving you shit because you fucked that up pretty bad. You don't even read. Like, 
I always read these. If you read it, it would be so do, much worse. We should worse. do one oh where I God, read. Oh, my God. We should do one where you read <laughs> so that they can see how bad you are and then that you have no right to make fun of me ever. Right, right. But that'll be the one time I shine just because that's oh how my God. life goes, you know? It's true. Yeah. It's true. He'll be like, we need him to read more often. Oh, my He's God. He's awesome. Yeah. Well, you be careful what you wish for, people. <laughs> He will burn it on the altar on top of the special gifts presented to the Lord. It is an offering for sin. Through this process, the priest... God, I am stuttering, though. Through this process, the priest will purify those who are guilty of any of these sins, making them right with the Lord, and they will be forgiven. The rest of the flower will belong to the priest, just as with the grain offering. To be fair, that sentence kind of sounded like it came out of Mr. Popper's Penguins. Yeah, and the, it had the a lady lot that of... uses all the peas. Yeah. And it's like perfectly practically perfect. And, right. And, <laughs> and piss poor performance, private. Right. And all that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was not good. A lot of peas. There was a lot of peas. And then I when you're on a radio, you're not supposed to pop your peas. Oh, you're have not? You, have you heard about that? No, why? Because it makes a a bad noise on the microphone. Well, piss on that. No, you're not supposed to pop your peas. I know. I was seeing, I was testing it out. I thought everybody knew that one. I didn't. I never. What? I mean, we literally record this in, on a desk in our living room. On a phone. Yeah. So why would I know the ins and outs of recording studio shit? Okay. I, have I ever been in a recording studio? No, but you read a lot of crap that I don't read. So I don't read crap. I read great stuff. You read everything. I do read everything. So I wouldn't call it all great stuff. It's just you read everything. I do read everything. Okay. That's fair. I don't know where I picked up that little nugget, but I just thought everybody knew you don't pop your peas in the microphone. I knew that they have, like, on fancy microphones, there's, like, a diffuser to, like, soften some of those hard edges on words, but... Mm, see, I didn't know that because I don't... That's equipment. We have one. <laughs> I don't do equipment. I just don't use it because it sucks. Well, the cat agrees that it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, tell them. Tell them how much it sucks. Okay. okay, we gotta get on with this. <laughs> okay, trespass offerings. This is getting exciting. <coughs> Stop coughing. I'm sorry. I've been holding that in for like the whole last... What, nine minutes? You couldn't wait nine more? I've been holding it in for at least four minutes. Oh my god, you're so, an idiot. And then I just couldn't. So. Okay, well shut up. We're gonna learn about trespass offerings, and I'm excited about this one. Okay. This is like breaking and entering, shit like that. Are you sure? I don't know, trespass. Right, but we don't know what... I'm assuming it means, means like trespassing on your land or something. Gotcha. Okay, let's see. Then the Lord said to Moses, if one of you commits a sin by unintentionally defiling the Lord's sacred property, oh, you must bring a guilt offering to the Lord. Oh, that's what they meant by trespass. And I'm assuming sacred property means the uh, tabernacle? Probably. <sighs> I assumed it meant that um, if somebody enters my house, I could shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> what what is exactly defiling it mean? Like if you and, and what is unintentional mean? Like if you're drunk and you piss on the tent, mm. is that defiling it? And is it an unintentional? Well, it's definitely defiling it. I would argue. I I would see arguments on both sides as to whether or not it was intentional. I, mean, I need to know the circumstances. What if you just really had to go and there's not a restroom for miles because you're out in you know and you, you just raise ancient up your skirt. Godland, you know, and you're like, yeah, because you don't have underwear, so like whatever, just piss. And they're like, oh. I can hide behind this corner of the tabernacle and just take a piss here. And then you're like, shit, now I got to go do the trespass offering. Would you turn yourself in? I think so. 
in those because times. Because there were so many rules, and if somebody like accidentally saw you doing that, like no, on purpose, on saw purpose you. saw you doing that, yeah, accidentally, whatever, and they turned you in, and you didn't turn yourself in, then you're probably like ten times as bad, right? Ten times the punishment. So I think probably you yeah. would narc on yourself. Well, they killed a lot of people back then. I so would, well, see. I wouldn't worry about somebody else seeing me because I would just be like, shh, and I bet that they would keep my secret. Why do you bet that? Because that means that I owe them, uh, I'll keep your secret. Mm, Okay. And I'm betting that they made all kinds of shh trades back then. (laughs) But the thing that you had to really worry about was not each other. It was God because that fool was angry as fuck. Yeah, I'm not so much worried about God, though. Well, I don't he was really smiting believe... people left and right back then. In this story. Yeah, in this, in this story. Within okay. this... If we're putting ourselves in the Bible, then right. yes, I would turn myself in in a heartbeat because of God. Because of God, right? Because he's a vindictive prick. But in reality, I don't believe in the fucker. So. No. So I would not turn myself in and I would say, fuck that God and fuck you if you're an ark. Moreover, based on our reading, I'm pretty sure I sin pretty much every single fucking day. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And I'm a good person. I know. Could you generally imagine? Generally speaking, you know. Could you imagine if you were really, like, even slightly evil? Right. And you're not. You're a really nice guy. Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You're going to hell anyway, so. I mean, yeah. I, I, people have told me that my whole life, so. That, that is, like, And that's without an even excuse. admitting I'm an atheist. That's an excuse for a lot of people to lead a, a hedonistic lifestyle. Because they're like, if I'm going to hell anyway, I might as well sin all the way. But generally, that's not the case. Most people that I know that do not believe in God are actually better people. Better behaved and more kind. and what the religious people I yeah. know are. I think it's because you have a much better um, understanding and agreement with yourself of your moral code. Well, you've actually thought about it. Yeah. You actually, you're not just taking the word of some higher power you actually think about those things yourself and what they mean to you right and you come to your decisions and what you can and can't live with and what you can and can't look yourself in the mirror right whether you can sleep at night that kind of thing right yeah i agree with you the offering must be your own ram with no defects or you may buy one of equal value with silver as measured by the weight of the sanctuary shekel You must make restitution for the sacred property you have harmed by paying for the loss plus an additional 20%. Dang. Damn. They collected interest. They were doing maths back then. That's bullshit. (laughs) They were were doing... Not only are you going to pay us back for that, you're going to pay us above and beyond and you're going to get us a ram. So get on that, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. When you give the payment to the priest, he will purify you with the ram sacrificed as a guilt offering, making you right with the Lord, and you will be forgiven. Suppose you sin by violating one of the Lord's commands. Even if you are unaware of what you have done, you are guilty and we will be punished for your sin. For a guilt offering, you must bring to the priest your own ram with no defects, or you may buy one of equal value. Through this process, the priest will purify you from your unintentional sin, making you right with the Lord, and you will be forgiven. This is a guilt offering, for you have been guilty of an offense against the Lord. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like, well, you should really give me a ram just in case you unintentionally sinned, and this will cover you. Right? Like, they could extort pretty much anybody for that. Yeah, that's what the word I was looking for, extortion. Right. They were just like, I'm sure you did something wrong today. Right, because, I mean, like we were just saying, it... I'm sure I sin every day. Yeah. Like, how could you not? How could you not? I'm sure 
I'm sure that these people were just like, yeah, I'll take your RAM. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and the 20% above and beyond what right? the, you know it, it costs to fix this thing that you defiled accidentally. Yeah. Like, so you did it accidentally. We're going to take 20% more than the cost to fix it. And we're going to take a RAM from you. Sucks to be you. Right? Like, wow. Um, if you're poor, I'm going to kick you while you're down. That which, sounds like what they did. A that, lot. That sounds like it's lived. Yeah. And know? God's like cool with it. Yeah. He's like... Yeah. He's, he's like corporate America over. and capitalism all the way. Woohoo! <laughs> Be like little Nas X and ride that stripper pole all the way down to hell. I saw some quote or something, not a quote, but like something about how God needs his uh his sin money, but like, you know, his his payment for sin, but we can't feed the the starving children. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Why? What's Because why? Because the church has to keep its lights on. That's more important than the starving children. Yeah, fuck that. Paying the electricity bill is more important than feeding children. I mean, that's the truth. Right? That, 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 is, that is part of the hypocrisy that I hate. They have to pay the landscaper to come <laughs> mow their lawn and tend the church garden. Right. You know, the bushes that surround the building. Yeah. Yeah. They pay somebody to do that. And so they have to pay that person and that for that work to be done. More than they have to feed hungry children because appearances are everything. I mean, let's just let's. If I was going to be a priest, and, and there's no way in hell I would be. Well, you if, might if um it was like the flying spaghetti monster. Sure, but but let's just hypothetically, right? Yeah. Hypothetically, in my ideal Christian universe, if I was going to be a priest or a pastor or whatever the fuck I am, I think I would live like a pauper. Like I would, I would live. In the church, I would right. I would not ask for anything above and beyond, and I would want to make like I would not be the focus of the church. I would want to be the focus of my church would be like outreach and help and and why is that not the case most of the time? Because they own more private jets and islands and shit. Right, and well, but even like local churches, they're more interested in their people that come every week and and putting on that show for them than they are in helping people. Now, that's not to say they don't do food drives and they don't do helpful things. They do. But they also um, pay for equipment for their quote-unquote warship band. Right. You know? Like, yeah, there's so many why... costs. If this is about helping people and betterment of society and betterment of people and, and bringing people to God, your main focus should be outreach to anybody who would listen. Ever. And anybody you could help. That's not, just my opinion. Not a new guitar. Right. That's just my opinion. Not a new... Um, um, I'm sorry, I got distracted because the cat is hugging your arm. She's biting my arm. But she's hugging it while she's... Yeah. She's play-biting it while she's hugging it. Yeah. It's kind of adorable. Right. Oh, my God, I'm dying of cute. Anyway, God sucks, and that's the end of Leviticus chapter 5. Okay, well, let's get on to the next chapter then. All right. All right, Leviticus chapter 6. Okay. Ready? Yeah, sure. Okay. Then the Lord said to Moses, suppose one of you sins against your associate and is unfaithful to the Lord. Suppose you cheat in a deal involving a security deposit or you steal or commit fraud or you find lost property and lie about it or you lie while swearing to tell the truth or you commit any other such sin. So like standard business practices? Right. <laughs> so if you're a Republican, if you're a lawyer looking for a loophole... If you're like basically any man I've ever known mostly, but not you, 
If you have sinned in any of these ways, you are guilty. You must give back whatever you stole or the money you took by extortion or the security deposit or the lost property you found or anything obtained by swearing falsely. Hold on now. The, if, if you thought you, you wouldn't ever even do it if you didn't think you could get away with it. Right. So obviously, since they have to cover this in here as a mm-hmm. thing, people thought they could get away with it. Yeah. And they probably often did. Yeah. And it only got called out when the church didn't like it and yeah. thought, hey, we're going to fuck this person over because we don't like them and we're going right. to make them pay back for that shitty deal they did with that other person that we do like. Right. Exactly. exactly. That's what it sounds like to me. It's a law on the book specifically used to be allowed to pull over um, black people and shoot them. Right. I'm, I'm sorry. Did, was I talking about today's? I, I'm, I switched over because politics right. and... That's what's happening. But yeah, it's a convenience law who mm-hmm. gets applied to whoever they want to apply Whoever to. is the downtrodden. Right. Always. And it's always the poor. Or somebody who did something they didn't like. Yeah. You know? That's true. You must make restitution by paying the full price plus an additional 20% to the person you have harmed. On the same day, you must present a guilt offering. As a guilt offering to the Lord, you must bring to the priest your own ram with no defects. Or you may buy one of equal value. I think it's funny that interest is built into the Bible. I know. That's what I was thinking. Like, I cannot believe they're talking about taxes, interest. Right. This this is ridiculous. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Through this process, the priest will purify you before the Lord, making you right with him, and you will be forgiven for any of these sins you have committed. But what if you took something that was, like, really valuable of mine, like a personal tchotchke that was, like... You know, sentimental value, right? Right. And then you got caught and the church made you give it back plus 20%. And then you did your ram and your your offering, you know, whatever, your sin offering and sure. blah, blah, blah. And it says, okay, you're right with God and you're, you're forgiven. But it doesn't talk about like, but do I forgive you? <laughs> like, I'm still pissed off because you took my shit and it was important to me. Well, they're not talking about whether or not people forgive right them. they're talking about whether god forgives them that, and that's what i'm saying like this whole thing is like but i'm the wronged party and i'm still mad yeah i'm glad that you gave me back plus 20 percent but well, does that plus 20 percent go to them or the church well it depends if you stole something from somebody then you give the you give back the item plus 20 oh, percent okay okay to the person Got it. that you stole it from so all I'm saying is, I don't forgive you. <laughs> got it. Or, you know, you'll have to do more than just pay me back because you got caught. You know, if you want my forgiveness, you have to actually be sorry, not just act sorry. Right, right. That's all I'm saying. The law of the offerings. Then the Lord said to Moses, give Aaron and his sons the following instructions regarding the burnt offering. The burnt offering must be left on top of the altar until the next morning, and the fire on the altar must be kept burning all night. wonder if they still do that. (laughs) (laughs) In the morning, after the priest on duty has put on his official linen clothing and linen, linen clothing and linen undergarments. Ah. Sorry, the comma was on the next line. Got it. He must clean out the ashes of the burnt offering and put them beside the altar. Then he must take off these garments, change back into his regular clothes, and carry the ashes outside the camp to a place that is ceremonially clean. Meanwhile, the fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must never go out. Each morning, the priest will add fresh wood to the fire and arrange the burnt offering on it. 
He will then burn the fat of the peace offerings on it. And remember, the fire must be kept burning on the altar at all times. It must never go out. Just remember, make sure that fire is burning at all times. Uh, did you forget to leave the fire burning? Fuck. This is the time when you're like, oh, no, I think I left the stove on. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) These are the instructions regarding the grain offering. Aaron's sons must present this offering to the Lord in front of the altar. The priest on duty will take from the grain offering a handful of the choice flour moistened with olive oil together with all of the frankincense. So this time they moisten it with olive oil and put the frankincense. Yeah. But just this time. So not that other time. Not that other time. But this time, yes. This time, yes. Yeah. And I forgot already what the other time yeah, was. Yeah, me too, so. I didn't care enough. There, I mean, I'm just imagining I would need like a book just like a for whiteboard. offerings. I like, would need a whiteboard. Which one is this? A Venn diagram. Okay. Okay, got it. He will burn this representative portion on the altar as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Aaron and his sons may eat the rest of the flour, of course, but it must be baked without yeast and eaten in a sacred place within the courtyard of the tabernacle. Remember, it must never be prepared with yeast. So, you know what? The only two rules that I remember, like, hardcore are no yeast ever, fire burning always. What? No yeast ever, fire burning always. What I gather here is that Moses, Aaron, and his sons all liked unleavened bread. And they got a racket. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely got a racket going. I have given it to the priests as their share of the special gifts presented to me. Like the sin offering and the guilt offering, it is most most holy. It is most holy. Is it? But not... What was the other one? There's like levels of holiness, oh, right? Um, I don't remember. I don't either now. It was... But there was there was definitely like types of holiness. Yeah. It was all in Genesis where they were like, you know, M- most, most holy. holy kind of holy. Right? Somewhat yeah. holy. And yeah. then there was a holy ab. Yeah, and a holy ab. <laughs> From the tribe of Dan. From the tribe of Dan, that's right. Any of Aaron's male descendants may eat from the special gifts presented to the Lord. Of course they can. This is their permanent right from generation to generation. Anyone or anything that touches these offerings will become holy. I just, I really want to understand how the guy that made the the golden calf Mm -hmm. still has the right take all this shit from all these people and eat it and because the people let them i just it seems like such bullshit like if i was one of those people i'd be like wait a second he killed my friend because he made the golden calf and then he was like i don't know yeah and then now he gets all of our fucking food too yeah it's all this is a a bunch of bullshit it's a bit questionable at best Then the Lord said to Moses, on the day Aaron and his sons are anointed, they must present to the Lord the standard grain offering of two quarts of choice flour, half to be offered in the morning and half to be offered in the evening. It must be carefully mixed with olive oil and cooked on a griddle. Then like a griddle like the kind that they have at Waffle House? Probably, yeah. That's interesting. I mean, not like the one at Waffle House, but, you know. Because I'm picturing, like, these people that live in the desert with their sandals and robes and no underwear. And, yeah. you know, um, they can't go upstairs because somebody might peek up their dress. Yeah. And they got a griddle. Right. And then, like, the Waffle House visor. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, wait. Um, 
Did you lose your place? I did. No. I did. I hate it when that then happens. Then the Lord said to Moses on the day Aaron and his sons are anointed, they must present to the Lord the standard grain offering of two Didn't quarts. Didn't you just of, read that? I did. Offered in the evening. Oh, yeah. Cooked on the griddle. Then. Yeah. Then slice this grain offering and present it as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. In each generation, the high priest who succeeds Aaron must prepare this same offering. It belongs to the Lord. It must be burned up completely. This is a permanent law. Period, bitches. Permanent you're, you're law. popping those peas too much. I am popping those peas to let you understand that it says permanent law. Well, I, I just, I still wonder what happens if Aaron's line dies out. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I and mean, I just got bit by my cat again. She wants to sit on your lap yeah, and you're not letting her. I know. That's just to why. be clear, she bites nicely. She's a nice biter. She's like, hey. It's, hey, it's you. It's more like gumming. It's kind Something of sweet. Like it's up with sharp teeth. Right. But <laughs> it's never like intentionally rough or hurtful. All right. Bible. No cat. You're the one that mentioned I her. I know. Because I just got bit. Oh, my God. Well, tell her to stop. and I, Yeah. Not, or let her hey, sit in your lap. Kitty cat. Please stop biting me. She wants in your lap. No. Well, then she's going to keep biting you. Okay. All such grain offerings of a priest must be burned up entirely. None of it may be eaten. Then the Lord said to Moses, give Aaron's and his Aaron's, give Aaron and his sons, all the Aaron's, <laughs> all the Aaron's, all the Aaron's and all the sons, the following instructions regarding the sin offering. The animal given as an offering for sin is a most holy offering and it must be slaughtered in the Lord's presence at the place where the burnt offerings are slaughtered. The priest who offers the sacrifice as a sin offering must eat his portion in a sacred place within the, the courtyard tabernacle. of the tabernacle. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyone or anything that touches the sacrificial it's meat holy. will become holy. No shit. It's like you've read this before. Yeah, I mean, you know. If any of the sacrificial blood splatters on a person's clothing, the soiled garment must be washed in a sacred place. If a clay pot is used to boil the sacrificial meat, it must then be fucking broken. If a bronze pot is used, it must be scoured and thoroughly rinsed with water. Wow. Wow. I just, I, I can't get over the fact that they have to wash clothes in a holy place. Right? Like it has to be a holy place where you wash clothes. Yeah. That's weird. Right? Like why? Who is, cares? Did somebody bless this goddamn laundromat? <laughs> Yo, can somebody get over here and do a quick bless bless? Hey, can you bless these quarters? I got to put them in real quick. Damn. <laughs> Thanks. Any male from a priest's family may eat from this offering. It is most holy. But the offering for sin may not be eaten. E eaten. E eaten. If its blood was brought into the tabernacle as an offering for purification in the holy place. It must be completely burned with fire. The end. Okay. Yeah, right? I mean, whatever. this is a lot of rules for offerings. Yeah, it's whatever. a lot of rules. And it mostly they're bullshit <sighs> and can be simplified down to don't steal, don't be a douchebag, keep an eye on your neighbor. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm, it worried, it would worry me back then if I broke a rule. Right. And then I have to figure out which fucking one I got to do. You would need the Cliff Notes version. You would need me by you to say, no, 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 no. They're saying like 20 different things the same way that actually boils down to there three. There needs to be like a flow chart. Well, that's like, what I said, a Venn diagram. Right. But right. you don't need to worry about what the punishments are. You only need to know what the crimes are. And that's what I'm saying. The crimes just thus far are don't be a dick. Don't 
pee on stuff that doesn't belong to you. Don't take stuff that doesn't belong to you. Don't mess around with stuff that doesn't belong to you. Just do your own. Stay in your lane. And and also have some savings put away for, you know, in case of sin. Right. In case of accidental, <laughs> unintentional sin. But, I mean, mostly just stay in your lane and don't be a dick. Right. That's what that's what all of this comes down to. Oh, and definitely don't piss off Moses or Aaron. Right. I mean, right. I'm definitely. That's just my, or his sons or yeah. any of their people after that. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I right. would I would suggest trying to marry into their family. That honestly. would be smart. That would be smart. Or at least like best friending them up. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it, right? That is it, and I am done with them because they're stupid. Well, I doubt we're done with them. No, we still have Leviticus seven and eight next week. Well, yeah, but that doesn't all like just because it's Leviticus seven and eight, they may end with this whole Aaron and Moses stuff at some point. Possibly, I doubt it. I doubt it. Because it's pretty much what all of the um, the Torah was about, right? Yeah, it was Moses and his people and right. his tribe. So there's going to be more. Yeah. But we'll try to make it inter- entertaining. In- entertaining. And interesting? Is that, were you trying to say I interesting? I think it was intertrusting. Intertrusting-taining. Yeah, intertrusting-taining. Intertrusting-taining. Oh, I like that. Intertrusting-taining. Yeah. yeah. Something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out of here. All right, bye. Husband. Wife. Can I say the things now? Yes. Okay, so you had a list of items that you wanted people to check out? Yeah, definitely. Um, Make sure you check us out on Twitter. We are there under the handle sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Yeah, that's that's exactly where I'd have gone with that. Yep. Um, we also would love to get emails from you because we love hate mail, fan mail, the whole nine yards there. That email address is sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. And we are now on YouTube. And if you are listening to us on YouTube, you're going to be running a little bit behind what our schedule is for our podcast because you're going to be hearing stuff from two months before if you are caught up. You're in the past. You're in the past. So you should join us on our podcasting apps that are available. So like you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I'm on um, CastBox. Yeah, my wife's special. She's on CastBox. I like CastBox. And then on any of the things that you're on, we always would love it if you would like and subscribe. That helps us out so, so much. So, Yeah, do those things. Do those things, and we will see you guys next week. Sure, sure we will. It's on Thursdays. Yeah, that. Okay, bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.